Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join Martin, Dave, Spencer and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. So welcome to another T2 Hubcast. Um, For this Hubcast, I want to talk to you about something which is embedded in psychology. Uh, It absolutely relates to performance psychology and it has a huge impact on our ability to to go forward, be positive, be productive, uh, buy in, uh, collaborate with others, uh, and generally get on and succeed in the business or in our in our in our roles and departments. So, for any of you who've been through any of our courses, you might have heard me talk about this before. If you're if you're new to the hub or if you've not been through some of our psychology based uh, courses, um, you know, then you this will be brand new. But what I'd like to talk to you about is open versus closed loop thinking. And also, anybody out there who might have read my book, uh, I Am Human, 30 Mistakes to Success, this is one of the mistakes in the book. And I talk a little bit more in depth about the difference between open versus closed-loop thinking and how one can be incredibly productive uh, and enabling for us and how the other one can be completely counterproductive and restricting to us. So um, what is closed-loop thinking? Well, simply put, closed-loop thinking is when we start to predetermine the outcome to a situation, scenario, or event before that situation, scenario, or event even takes place. It's where we just decide how it's going to play out. You know, an example of this, in you, you do it in your personal and professional life, but an example of this in the workplace is when there's a new idea, new project, new initiative, uh, new technology, new system, something new is being proposed in the, in the workplace. And from the outset, you sort of go, this will never work. This will never work. And you're almost writing it off from day one. And what you're doing in a heartbeat um, is you're almost uh, removing yourself from any accountability of this working. You're almost saying, listen, I'll come on the journey, uh, but I'm telling you now it'll never work. Um, But you know what? I'll go with it. Let's see where it happens. And you will never commit to it or offer the inputs and the dedication uh, to, to, to support this project or this idea or this initiative. And you know what? So much so where towards the end, if it doesn't work out or if it starts going down a path that you predict, you will almost be waiting at the end to say, I told you so. Closed loop thinking is an incredibly counterproductive mindset. We human beings um, have a survival instinct. And I talk about this a lot in the in the social brain theory. And if you've ever read Steve Peters' book, The Chimp Paradox, you know, you know, everybody knows I'm a huge ambassador of that. But we, we have a survival instinct. We are animals, right? And because we need to survive, we need to decide in under 10 seconds on everything in life, whether it's good or bad, whether we are safe or not, fight or flight, like or dislike, friend or foe. And because of that instinct, we are very susceptible to closed-loop thinking because we have to establish very early on in any situation whether we agree with it or not, whether we feel good about it or not, whether we like it or not, whether we feel at risk or not. So closed-loop thinking is a human thing, right? And if we're not careful, we can get dragged into it unconsciously time and time again, which really inhibits our ability to buy in, to push ourselves, to take risks, 
um, we can come across to others as can't do, negative, etc. And we all know people like that in the organization. Uh, an example in your personal life might be um, an example in your personal life might be when your partner suggests to you that you're going to go to the in-laws for dinner this weekend and you just instantly already, it's only Wednesday, but you're writing it off. Oh, it's going to be a waste of time and, you know, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that and I like my own cooking and, and you're trying to sort of find every reason as to why it's not a good idea or the partner's Christmas party or you're going to take your children to a, a theme park or on a certain holiday and you're just finding every reason as to why it's not a good idea. So much so that, you know, certainly if you're like me in the past, you go kicking and screaming and you will be searching for every evidence along the way as to why it was a bad idea in the first place. Hence, your experience is probably an argumentative and counterproductive one. And this is the power of closed loop thinking. It can hijack our ability to open our mind and find an alternative or, or, you know, because it'll be what we want it to be. It really will. An interesting part of human performance and psychology is that we will always try to justify why we are right. Very rarely challenge why we are wrong. It's where stubbornness comes from. So it's why we will reframe any evidence along the way to justify why our assumption or why we've put our flag in the sand from the start. And this can be, again, counterproductive. It, it can really inhibit our ability to find resolutions to, to, to problems, to take some risks, to be positive and to enjoy, um, uh, the you know, to enjoy sort of the process of, of a challenge rather than see it as a threat. So closed loop thinking can be counterproductive. Uh, it is counterproductive, and we all are guilty of it. We we estimate that 100% of human beings are guilty of closed-loop thinking at least 50% of the time because we get dragged into that survival uh, instinct that we have as human beings, and we, we have to establish what this means for us and whether we're in or out, like, dislike, if it's good or bad. The problem with closed-loop thinking is when we start doing it so much, we get caught in a cycle. We all know those people in our teams and uh, you know, in the workplace who are negative about everything. Everything will never work. Everything's not their fault. They want to devoid themselves of accountability on almost everything from the start, right? And it's draining and and it hinders their performance. It gives you an issue or a problem that you've got to deal with. Um, you know, managers are not exempt. You might be a manager listening to this. You might be getting dragged into closed loop thinking right now in the organization. Uh, and that's only going to, that's going to be even worse because that's going to trigger down to your team. That's going to spread like wildfire because one of the key things about closed loop thinking is when managers start doing it, their teams follow suit because we cast the cultural shadow and, and we are incredibly influential on, on people's behaviors around us. So what is open loop thinking? Open loop thinking is something more positive. It's more of a challenge, but it's slightly different. Open loop thinking is where we still have this initial gut feeling, right? So you're never going to get away from the fact that you will have an instant emotion or feeling about a situation, an event, a decision, a person, whatever it might be. You will have that instant emotional view. And it will be one of the extremes, fight or flight, like dislike, in or out. This is a risk. This isn't friend or foe, right? So you're always going to have that. But what open loop thinkers do is they pause, they pause and they freeze because they know that right now they're feeling a certain way or they have a gut instinct. But before they conclude and put that flag in the sand, 
they're going to go on the mission of discovery or what we call the mission of discovery. And the mission of discovery is to say, okay, I have these feelings. I have these past experiences. I have this gut instinct, but am I right? And if there's anybody listening to this hubcast um, and there's one thing you take away from this, I want you to do that going forward. Whenever you have this initial feeling of an outcome or what you think is going to happen or what the likely outcome may be, I want you to ask yourself a question in your head. I want you to say, but am I right? But am I right here? Or is there an alternative way? Or but what if we did? Because that will instantly drag you into open loop thinking. People who will who go on the mission of discovery to then question themselves, am I right? Will, will give themselves time to engage the logical part of your brain, not the emotional part. You'll start going out there and having conversations and asking questions and analyzing and reviewing. And you will, you know what, you know what, later down the line, you might still end up concluding that it's not the right thing to do or that it won't work. But at least you've opened the loop and gone on the mission of discovery first. When you write something off, put your flag in the sand and you close loop thinking a heartbeat, remember you will spend the rest of the time trying to justify why you are right. Whereas when you open the loop, you go on the mission of discovery, you, you ask questions, you have conversations, you engage your logical brain. Even if you still conclude that it's not the right thing to do, it's far more of an informed decision to make. And, and it's, it's, it still shows open loop thinking. But nine times out of 10, open loop thinkers will find an alternative way. They will, they will reframe something. They will think of something in a much more productive or positive light. And they will always almost end up driving a different set of actions that will lead to a different outcome. Because it will be what you want it to be. You know, I had a personal experience of this last summer. Um, we go on foreign holidays every year. We treat our children to wonderful holidays. And uh, we had an English summer holiday last year because we were saving up. And uh, my wife said, right, let's go to Alton Towers in the summer holidays. Now, Alton Towers is a theme park, right, with rides and, uh, and roller coasters and all sorts of stuff. Now, my first thought was, why the hell do we want to go there, right? I've got three kids under 10. I said, it's going to cost us a fortune. It's eight quid a Coke or eight pound a Coke uh, or a drink or sweets or, you know, it's extortionate prices for food. Um, I said, we will be queuing for three hours per ride. So in the whole day, we're likely to get on three rides maximum because I hate queues and I'm very impatient. And, I, and I'm and I'm chuntering out loud to my wife, finding every reason as to why that is going to be a horrific day. You know, the travel, it's going to take two and a half hours to get there. I'm going to be queuing to get in the car park. It's just going to be horrendous. And she said to me, you see, Martin, you're closed loop thinking because she knows all this content now, so I can't get away with anything. But she said, you're closed loop thinking. Um, she said, the kids will love it. So what if there's a bit of a queue to get there in the car park? Yes, it's going to be long to wait for the rides, but the kids are going to have a wonderful time and it's memories forever. So I sort of I sort of had to take a look at myself, agree with her, and I um I I started feeling more optimistic about it. So I, I threw myself into it. We went. Yes, it was very expensive for food and drink. Yes, we queued to get in the car park. Yes, we only went on three or four rides and we were queuing for hours. But do you know what? My children loved it. We've been all over the world, and the only holiday they talk about today is is Alton Towers. And that's the power of open versus closed up thinking. It will be what you want it to be. 
And the most productive people, the most self-fulfilled people, the most collaborative people in their personal or professional lives are those people who fight the basic, or, or not fight it, but they understand the basic human instincts of survival. They understand where feelings and emotions and gut instinct comes from. They have this overwhelming feeling about something, someone, or a situation or decision. But before they conclude and try to justify every reason why they are right, they go on the mission of discovery. And this doesn't take long, but they go on a level of the mission of discovery. They ask themselves the question, am I right? Or is this right? Or is there a different way? They go on the mission of discovery. They either then feel confident in still concluding against their initial gut or they will find a completely different set of actions uh, and opportunities and drive a different outcome. And that is the power of open loop thinking. And all I'm asking you to consider when you when you uh, finish this hubcast is think about your personal and professional life. Are you getting dragged into this? Are you somebody who, through experience or the many years or whatever, who's been burnt time and time again or whatever, are you writing things off before you've given them a fair chance? Are you closed loop thinking? Are you the one who's always saying that will never work or, or this will never happen or, or looking at the negative side of everything, the can't do side of everything? Or are you somebody who's pausing for thought, understanding why you're getting that feeling and emotion and going on the mission of discovery? doesn't mean you can't conclude on your initial gut, but more often than not, you will challenge it and you'll end up with a more positive and productive outcome. You know, the older we get, the wiser we get, right? Unless you've been putting a load of crap in that brain over the last 30, 40 years, and you've got yourself into a into a mindset of closed loop thinking, negativity, um, and defensiveness. And what we've got to do, no matter what stage we are in our career, how many years we've done in organizations, what roles we've had, um, we've got to continuously challenge ourselves to be open loop thinkers. It is human nature to have a gut instinct in less than 10 seconds on something. It is a really, it's not human nature to intervene, you know, engage a logical brain, go through a process and just take your time. Not too much time, but just take your time, um, be calm, go on the mission of discovery and then conclude afterwards. That's going to take a conscious decision. You will unconsciously always close loop think, right? Because it's psychology. What will be a conscious decision is your ability to pause to go on the mission of discovery and to find one or two actions or opportunities to make this experience a better one because it will be what you want it to be. So that's all I'm going to leave you for for this hubcast. I hope you enjoyed it. That was open versus closed loop thinking. And um, I look forward to, um, yeah, to talking to you on the next one.